You're listening to Cultivate Curiosity, a podcast that inspires the next generation to stay curious. Cultivate Curiosity is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Science Center, a nonprofit interactive science museum and STEAM educational facility in Fort Long Beach, Florida. This podcast is perfect for anyone curious about the world we live in because you never know what we'll talk about next. Hi, my name is Harley and I'm an educator and the community affairs coordinator here at the Emerald Coast Science Center. Hi, I'm Diane, and I'm the director here. And hi, I'm JC, and I'm the social media coordinator here at the Science Center. And for this episode, we're going to be talking all about Earth Day. Earth Day is a special day in the history of science because it marks the beginning of people all over the world taking care of our planet. On April 22nd of every year, we celebrate Earth Day. The first Earth Day was celebrated on April 22nd, 1970. During the 1970s, our country had a booming economy with factories, cars, chemical plants, and oil industries. With all this production going on, it led to the production of air pollution and environmental waste on the planet. At this time, small groups of individuals began to raise awareness about the effects this pollution has on our environment and planet, calling for action. The first Earth Day event was organized by Wisconsin Senator Gallard Nelson to celebrate the importance of protecting the planet. On this historic day, 20 million Americans worked together to pick up their towns to demonstrate their desire for a clean planet. After this event, the United States Congress authorized the Environmental Protection Agency to tackle environmental issues on our planet to keep it clean and healthy. To this day, researchers continue to find new ways to protect our environment. So why do we celebrate this? We celebrate this day because we can give back to our planet. Every year, Earth Day is a constant reminder of how important our planet is to us and that we should protect it. With every celebration each year, we are able to raise awareness of how important it is to protect our planet, not only for us, but also for all the future generations to come. Earth Day also serves as a day where people within our communities can go out and make a difference. No matter if that difference is big or if it's small, everything that we can change will help protect our planet. Now we're going to talk a little bit about climate change because... It's a thing. Earth's climate has changed a lot in the past 100 years. In fact, global temperatures have raised one degrees in Fahrenheit since the 19th century, and by the year 2050, they will almost have raised two degrees. This is due to the increasing release of greenhouse gases into the air. Climate change basically refers to the increasing changes in the measures of climate over a long period of time. This includes precipitation, temperature, and wind patterns. So let's talk about the R's that are associated with Earth Day. When thinking about Earth Day, there are many different ways in our everyday life that we can be more sustainable and help reduce the effects of climate change. One guideline that we can follow is to be kind to our Earth is known as the R's. Some of you may already know a couple of them, but here's a couple more for you guys to think about. Refuse, where you simply ask if you need an item or if you could do without it. Reduce, can you use something less often? Drive less, wash less, wear clothing more often, and can you plan ahead for events or activities and research if there are ways to host your event with less waste? Planning ahead is key. Reducing is about minimizing the amount of waste we produce in our everyday activities. Reuse, Here is where you can think about the longevity of items. Reusing is about looking for ways to use materials again. Can you bring a refillable water bottle instead of using plastic water bottles? Or how many reusable grocery bags can you keep in your car? Glass containers, plastic bottles, and cloth bags are all reusable materials. Can you use cloth napkins instead of paper napkins? Refill. There are more opportunities than ever to refill containers with bulk products instead of buying items with new packaging. Lots of us already have a bathroom hand soap pump that we can refill. What if you could refill your shampoo, your conditioner, and your body wash also? 
It's a great idea to buy bulk products instead of buying individual items so we can refill. I've noticed one thing recently when I've checked into hotels that they no longer give out the little tiny bottles of the shampoo that what I've been seeing recently is they'll have larger bottles that are stuck on the wall in the shower and then they just refill those instead of having all of this plastic waste of these teeny tiny bottles that you can only get like half of the shampoo or conditioner out of anyway. <laughs> so it's not just you in your personal life, but we also are looking for corporations and other entities and businesses to put these practices into place as well. A couple more R's that are a little bit different than the ones you probably know. One is repair. Think about if you can give electronics, appliances, tools, fixtures, and other things another life. Have you seen all of the incredible repair or fix-it videos on YouTube? Uh, we definitely have. We use them a lot. Another one is rot. Rot, also known as composting, is the act of turning food waste and other organics back into nutrient-rich soil. In a dream world, all used materials stay in a loop and not in a straight line or path to the landfill. All that would ever come out of the system would be compost. Everything else will just stay. Nothing is burned in an incinerator or stored in a landfill because landfills release greenhouse gases and contribute to climate change. There's also restore. The extraction of resources affects the planet's systems. Whether restoring means creating a field of bee-friendly flowers in your urban community or corporations restoring toxic industry grounds, this takes expertise and resources. Whatever we directly or indirectly might extract, we need to be respectful of the boundaries of the planet and restore whatever we might have destroyed in the past and make sure we don't create new sites that will need restoration in the future. And just a few more R's are re-gift. Really, how many bags, containers, gift boxes, and wrapping paper do we need? Do you have extra toys, appliances, tools, art, or even plants that you can pass along to brighten other people's lives? Recycle. This is probably one almost everyone knows. This is one of the last steps. Recycle after you've tried the other six. But make it count. Read a recycler's list of acceptable products and check local resources for recycling opportunities. And then the last R is repeat. Finally, yes, start the process all over again. The biggest thing to think about is we can't recycle our way out of helping the earth. We need to really try to think about all of these other R's that are listed here and also contacting our, like your representatives and stuff to let them know that things need to change. We need to help protect our planet. And what are some ways that we can do that? Yeah, and the recycling part of it, be sure, as JC mentioned, to check with your local recycling company what they do and don't. Because a lot of times if there's too much of not the right products in the recycling bin, then they can't recycle anything. Um, you know, it's like a certain percent of contamination. And once they reach that level of contamination, which could be things like glass when you're, they're not recycling glasses or types of plastics that aren't approved to be recycled. And also wash your stuff out before you put it in your recycle bin. That would be contamination. You could have a perfectly good can of, in our house, it's dog food that yeah. my husband never remembers to wash out. And so I always have to go back into my recycle bin and clean everything out before I actually put it in the uh, outside garbage can. Just one, one good rinse. And then that way, you know that the products that you're getting into your recycling bin are recyclable and will make it through that stream, hopefully. So ways to celebrate Earth Day. There are many ways that you can celebrate Earth Day and protect the planet within your own community. Some of the ways that 
you can celebrate this day is picking up trash at a beach or a park, planting trees, recycling, repurposing materials, and so much more. Even filling your holes at the beach if you make a big hole. That yes. I saw this morning. I saw so many holes and all the sea turtles will just get caught in that once they hatch. So fill your holes. And one Earth Day that you can do this year, we will be participating in the Earth Day beach cleanup with the Destin Fort Walton Beach. And so that's on Saturday, April 29th from 8 to 10 a.m. Destin Fort Walton Beach and other organizations will have the Earth Day cleanup event that's perfect for the whole family. There will be cleanup contests with fun prizes, free event t-shirts, and a free post-cleanup breakfast served at some of our favorite local restaurants. The locations are the Boardwalk on Oakless Island, the Crab Trap, James Lee Park, Surf Hut, Noriego Point, Clement Taylor Park, and Henderson Beach State Park. The breakfast locations are the Crab Trap on Oglesa Island, the Crab Trap in Destin, and the Surf Hut in Miramar Beach. And don't forget to bring your own bucket, mesh bag, gloves, and trash bag wrapper. You can also download the Clean Soul app to document debris you collect at the cleanup. And we'll be at the Crab Trap in Destin helping with the cleanup that day. Mm-hmm. So you can come see us. Yeah, and we're also going to be bringing a fun little activity that you can kind of help participate in. And we will have some grabbers if anybody needs to borrow grabbers and some garden gloves instead of like latex gloves if you want to borrow our garden gloves to pick up trash because some of the trash is not so clean. So kind of to go off of more Earth Day stuff, we do have a new exhibit that we're working on. It's actually funded by the TDC and it's going to be a plastic pollution exhibit. We're doing this to just kind of let people know that there's lots of plastic out there in the world and we need to not litter it. We need to use less. Um, We're going to have some cool informational signs out there for people to read. We're going to be building a plastic arch that you can walk through. We're going to have a hands-on effect added to it. Um, We're going to be creating a biodegradable timeline to allow guests to see if they can look at an image of something, um, say a cigarette butt, and place it on the timeline where they think it would biodegrade. Is it going to be five days? Is it going to be 400 years? That'll just be something people can interact with. We're also going to have a microplastics portion because there are also lots of microplastics out in the beach. You don't see them because they are micro. They're very small. They will get into the fish that people can eat and then we are essentially just consuming plastics. So microplastics are really not a good thing. The goal ideally would be to collect most of this plastic from these upcoming cleanups that we're doing. We've reached out to the TDC to see about what we can do to collect all of this trash so that we can incorporate it into the exhibit. Um, We may even be creating another little piece of the exhibit outside. We will see what um, happens when that time comes. CBA, the Choctahatchee Basin Alliance, is also donating this blue crab display that was created with like stuff from the beach that they Mm -hmm. found. And she, um, one of the people that worked there, just said that it's just been sitting there. So they wanted to donate it to us so that we could incorporate that into our exhibit as well. So it's going to be very interesting to see. We're hopefully going to have that up before summer starts, Mm -hmm. but we'll Mm -hmm. see. Lots of other little projects in the works. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's all for our Earth Day podcast today. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at socialmedia at ecscience.org. Tune in for our next episode in two weeks.